Yo, 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 what up, what up? This is Dex. Queen Esther here, crowned it. And this is another episode of Complicated Discord. Yo, yo, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, today we got, a, we got a very special guest. We joined by my homeboy, Will, a.k.a. Jack of All Trades, a.k.a. Chef Wallow. <laughs> Hello, nice to have you. What up? This is, this is somebody I knew in my military life, but uh, I reconnected with him once I started school, once I got out. Little did I know that this man not only can cook very well, he also works in the VA clinic or used to. I, I don't know if he's still doing or not. Yeah, he used to. Yep. And then he also does uh, auto body and mechanic repair on, on sports cars. This man knows a little bit of everything. On top of being a parent, bro... You get all the applause. So, yeah, I grew up in Miami, you know, same old story. Grew up poor, had a shitty household growing up, pretty much in the hood, in the streets the whole time. Had enough of it. Went to the Army, did the Army for about 10 years, two tours, got out, wanted to do something else with my life, um, give back to people. Was a mechanic for about 10 years, got out of that. Figured I was too smart to work with my hands anymore. Went to school, got into radiology, finished mm-hmm. that. Now um, I'm on the way to start my own business, open up my own practice. Okay, what is it? Uh, what are you going to specialize in? Are you going to be doing radiology specifically or? So we're going to do a family medicine. My partner, he's a, he's a physician. So we're going to do a family medicine clinic with Imaging, lab, and pharmacy all in one. So it's a one-stop shop. You come in there. If you need images, you get them done. If you need labs, you get them done. And then you leave with your medication. You don't got to go nowhere else. And you heard it first, Orlando. You need something, go to my homeboy. Go check him out when he gets squared away. And thank you. We're in Sanford. We're open at the beginning of the year. There you go. 2021. New business, new money. So so speaking about money, Mm -hmm. uh, Remember a little while ago, they, they sent, I would say everyone, but not everyone got it, stimulus checks, because I know a fair amount of people that never got theirs for whatever yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they sent out stimulus, they sent out, I want to say, roughly about a million dollars worth of stimulus checks to people that were incarcerated. And then the IRS turned around and said, oh, wait, no, you're not supposed to have that and try to pull it back. Well. There was a class action lawsuit, and the judge just can't just ruled that uh, that there was no legal basis for the IRS to sit down and say, "Hey, we're going to take this money back." When you think about it, that's a real shitty move to make. Now you know what taking it back. Yeah, taking it back. Yeah, no, that definitely is. Because you know what, I never thought about it. People in people that are incarcerated still got they still got stuff to do. They still gotta pay to put money on their phone, pay to put money on their computer, still buy stuff out of the commissary. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if the people that you're depending on on the outside can't work and afford to put money on your books, are you supposed to starve just because you know you have no way of earning? That's not how it should be. That's not how it should be. That's what they want to yeah, do. But haven't they um, reversed it? Like there's. Well, no, I think they tried to reverse it, but the judge was saying, nah, it's not going to happen. That's what I'm saying, saying that it's unconstitutional to pull it back. That's no, what saying that there's no legal basis for pulling it back. Exactly. Okay, because that's what I'm saying. It's very unconstitutional to do that. Like, there's still things. 
when they first wrote the laws that 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 kind of defined how the stimulus packages will work, being incarcerated was not a was not a um, disqualifying factor. So to now add that in because you guys felt you made made a mistake, just doesn't work. And in addition, they're still being um, exposed to the COVID. So yes, there's still humans too who have a living to have during a pandemic, whether or not they're incarcerated or not. Well, I mean, my thing is like, yeah, they they are still during they are still living in a pandemic. But I mean, on the flip side, also they're not they're not being affected by the pandemic financially. Well, I mean, well, yeah, you can say that, but remember, at the end of the um, day, if I'm expecting you to put money on my books and you're unemployed because of the pandemic, I still have no way to put money on my phones or on my computer for whatever I need to do. Yeah, but I mean, you still, you still, I mean, the way they say it is like, you, there's only two places you're guaranteed to eat and sleep, right? It's in the military or in prison. You still get three hots in a cot. I yeah. mean, granted, it's not, it's not great. You know what I mean? But you still guaranteed that. So you're not starving. Now, people out here who lost their jobs are starving. Yeah. They're starving. They lost their jobs. They can't. I mean, there's certain people who don't qualify for welfare. They don't qualify for food stamps just because of the, the IRS saying that you made too much money that year. So that is but, true. That is very. But so, in yeah. prison, like you still guaranteed to eat. No matter what. Yeah, so what do you think? You think that that money would be better spent on those outside? I don't know about better spent because there's a lot of people who use it in a, a, a old fashion out here too, like the unemployment, the benefits that came because of the pandemic. They was buying frivolous shit, man. People was getting their stimulus checks and going and buying new TVs, new new TVs, Jordans, crab legs, etc. Like not paying the rent, not paying right. like you know what I mean. So like that's not popping anyway. I well, I mean, first of all, first of all, the IRS is fucked up anyway. The IRS has always been full of shit. Facts. You know what I mean? So, so, but the fact, but I mean, realistically, though, think about it. How many people have gotten audited throughout the years? They take 20% of our check no matter what. So really, do you, do you see a big issue with them taking money back? No, they do that shit year round. I mean... You know what yeah, I mean? and they even tax Social Security, which has already been taxed and taken out of someone's check. So, like, that's the government for you. And even exactly. in the state, they tax the EBT card, like, well, which makes no sense whatsoever. Well, yeah. some people would see that it's cruel and unusual to give someone a little bit of hope, a little bit of money to turn around and say, hey, we're going to take that back. It's not, a, it's like. You're right. But uh-huh. if you ever done, uh, like, TSP or 401k, if you ever done anything like that where you invest money into something and then now you want to pull it out because you have an emergency or whatever the case may be, they tell you when you pull that out, you're going to take out 20% for taxes, but make sure you take out an extra 10% so that at the end of the year, they don't tax you that. So now you got 30% of your hard earned money that you've been putting in, funneling in. And you giving thirty percent, bro. Thirty percent is not a little bit of change. That's I mean, think about it. If you got a million dollars, what's thirty percent of a million dollars? Don't be asking me no math, bro. I'm terrible at math. That's three hundred thousand dollars, bro. That can be two two nice ass houses. Where? You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> That's just it's, it's a scam, bro. All of it. 
Yeah, look, at the end, of the day, I just kind of feel like, um, yeah, I, I do understand some people's point of you know point of view that you know they're incarcerated, they don't need the money, so you could give that people that do need. It. But at the end of the day, you know, I still kind of feel like if they're depending on that money to you know to make phone calls or to to be able to get on the computer and send emails, because sometimes you have kids, you know, you gotta. You got to hit up your kids and, and your family. Let them know you are right. You know, sometimes that little bit is needed. No, that's I think we're all in agreement here that, yes, it would be cruel and unusual to take money back that you're, you're permitting during a pandemic for an emergency just because they're. But they're huh? Sorry, my bad. No. But check this out. Dex, you know, when you was in the army, right? When you was in the army, if they gave you overpayment, you know that next that next check that. is gonna be looking light, and they don't. Yeah, they gonna take that. Shit. They get they no. snatch it back and some. Exactly. Let me let me, let me tell they you something. Disability too. Like, Listen. oh, we overpaid you, huh? Once they overpaid me an entire check, bro. When I tell you, I got a no pay due that next month. They didn't give a damn about how I was buying groceries, paying rent. They just took everything, bro. Them, they, it don't oh, matter. But see, I think, I think honestly, to be honest with you, okay, if you're incarcerated, like you got VA benefits, right? Yeah. You got, you got disability, right? You know what? So I, if you're I, incarcerated, I, that shit goes away. Does it really? Yeah, it goes away. If you incarcerate, if you go to jail, if you go to prison, it goes away. You don't get that money no more. So why should you get a stimulus check? I just think off rip, they shouldn't have sent it out. And you know well, what? Yeah, that's a mistake on their behalf, definitely. And, and okay. that's that's the right. thing. I get that. If you had never sent it, then I'd be like, all right, cool. This is but don't don't give someone twelve hundred dollars to come and say, hey, you know what? We gave you that, but sorry. But that's what the government people still, people still got rights. People still got rights, but you know what? That shit don't surprise me in the slightest. At because all. That's yeah, what the government does, period. It's the IRS. <laughs> We're always getting the big green weenie. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Since we're talking about IRS, let's go ahead and, and touch on this. Oh God. <laughs> so so during the uh last presidential debate, Fucking which president. by the way, we're not gonna have one this week because you know President Trump has uh COVID-19 or so he says, and he refused to do a virtual debate, which to me is kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like an excuse. Far as I'm, I'm concerned, confused because there has been news reports that he's been he has multiple negative tests. Like, but then he's COVID positive, but he's bitching because he doesn't want to do a virtual thing. He also said it's because they can cut you off whenever they want. He really said that. He did. He did, and that's pretty <laughs> funny. He said, and they could cut you off whenever they want. That's not a debate. That's not what it is. And I'm just like, wow, this is our president, though. So what's up with the IRS? And did y'all think that the debate was? I'm no, sorry. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that debate, I think, was bullshit. That debate oh, was an atrocity. That shit. That was a waste of our all hour, of debate. All of our lives. It was entertainment. It was. It was reality TV. Oh, yeah, that, I, I feel like that wasn't even. It was just people crying and moaning and bitching. Like I don't understand. <laughs> it sounded like two toddlers fighting over like a toy or something. Did y'all see the uh, the, the the video where somebody put the toddlers faces? <laughs> yeah, on the, the Snapchat filters. Oh my god, bro! I see that. 
But the thing was, it was very accurate. I was like, yeah, that, that's exactly what it looked like. Yep. That's what I thought I saw. But, but the IRS and yeah, the that's what I was going to say, damn, girl, damn. But I'm curious. More on the IRS. So anyway, during the debate, uh, Biden brought up Trump only paying $750 on taxes. Now, when Trump was asked to, you know, release his taxes, Trump said, I'll release them. You'll see. They're coming. Uh, since that has happened, uh, I know the attorneys have uh, subpoenaed the the tax returns from the IRS. And as of uh, maybe yesterday or today, Trump's attorneys filed a motion to quell the subpoena. They don't want that information out there. Now, I don't know about everyone else, but I'm curious to know why would you want to quell and, and hide your taxes if everything you've been saying about him are true. Honestly, I feel like that's the biggest flex in the world. Like, I told you. Y'all was doubting me. I told you. I, I want an apology, goddammit. Man, listen, I've been demanding shit. Well, I think he just decided to strategically block information as he's been doing over his entire presidency right before an election. There's tons of other things that he needs to do under, I'm going to say under the belt that nobody needs to see before the election so he could win the election. That's what he's doing. Yeah, but the taxes, though, I mean. But it's going to show further and prove that he ain't pay nothing. Go ahead, Will. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be real. I think, I, think, I think the biggest thing is, I don't know, man. I could, I could look past some tax shit. I really want to see some real stuff, man. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, why are, we, why are we bothering over, like, this shit? Like, don't nobody ever ask me about my taxes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand you're a millionaire, you're a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? People want to see that you're paying taxes. But check this out. You got a good-ass accountant. He's not the only person that does that. Everybody does that. Every millionaire does that. Everybody does it. Oh, it's well, true, though, but you're the president of the well, United States. Here's the thing. I feel, like, I feel like it's not so much that he's doing it. It's the problem is, like I said last week, Everyone is like, bro, just be upfront about this shit. If you did it, just say you did it. It is what it is. Check this out. Watergate, Marilyn Monroe, Monica Lewinsky, all this shit. Everybody was upfront about it? No, they never were. They, they never were. It didn't take until impeachment for them to fucking say, I did it. Speaking of which, though, you said um, Watergate and none of them admitted it. That's the thing. You're in, in law. You know, all you have to do is admit it and then you would be guilty. But if you never admit it, someone has to prove whatever it is that they want to prove without a reason. Exactly. So that's what he's doing. It's a, it's a chess game. I'm not saying I'd admit it either. You would literally have to walk in and catch me mid-act me to be like, I did that. You can have me. On. Listen, that, I, listen, that's somebody that looks exactly like me, but I wasn't even there that day. This is the way I see it. You know that, you know that, that song, what's that song on? Did she call me on the counter? Yep, it wasn't me. Did she oh, call me on the bedroom? Me. It wasn't me. You deny hey, that shit. They catch you with your pants down. You still say, bro, that's not me. Listen, the best proof of that, bro, they caught R. Kelly on video peeing on somebody and he still walked. Hey, hey, like, like they said, I need to catch R. Kelly looking at the video with two forms of ID and somebody identifying <laughs> as him. Yeah. Holding a social security card. Yo, look at look at OJ. I mean, this shit, this the this the American way, bro. Yeah, this is yo. the American way. 
American way. Anybody who opposes this shit is un-American, dog. Like this is what this is what it's been for ages. He's so why are we concerned about it? Ourselves. I think I think the biggest deal to me, honestly, is that that only really works when you're part of the one percent. Because let's let's be perfectly yes. honest, Will. If me and you are driving down the street and the cops pull off over on some somebody just robbed the bank, we can't say it wasn't us. No. Not only that, but we probably gonna get charges of uh, aiding and abetting. We're probably gonna get charges of drugs. I mean, everything else. That's that's how it is. We gotta accept the world for what you, it is. You gonna be like, but officer, uh, assault, assault on officer. Oops. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the world we're living in, man. That's it what is. it is. We can't. We. My thing is, man. Like with the whole presidency shit. I know there's people who bicker and go, you know, back and forth about it. My thing is, bro, if this shit don't affect my life, I'm not I'm not stressing over it. I'm not bitching over it. I mean, I but mean, it does affect your life to a certain extent, I would get actually for a pretty good extent. Well, see, now that we're not in the military, it doesn't affect our life as deeply as it did back then. Yes. And one of the things I could tell you is and I've said this shit multiple times. That uh, Dick Cheney was the most gangster motherfucker who ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was the most gangster motherfucker. Fuck Al Capone. Bro, he was the most gangster dude ever lived. Uh, why do you say that? Bro, Halliburton, we went to war. All my boys died for Halliburton. Bro, Pete was Pete is adamant about how much he hates Halliburton, too. Bro, look, man, this dude took the entire country to war to make $40 billion. You understand what I'm saying? George Bush didn't have the fucking slightest. That dude landed in Ohio, <laughs> thought he was in Idaho. That's true. You see what I'm saying? Dick Cheney ran this motherfucker. Bro, look, Dick Cheney saw an opportunity and he took it. And, and since we're talking about opportunity, we're we going to talk about another opportunity that was not missed. By uh, Joe Biden and his camp. Yeah. Uh, did you see the VP debate? Nah, but <laughs> I seen the fly though. You seen the fly? Exactly. You seen <laughs> the fly. <laughs> well, Joe Biden and his team seen the fly too, and immediately jumped into action. They made a commercial. They made a meme, and they made a fly swatter, which sold thirty five thousand uh, uh, swatters, and they used the money to further their campaign. And personally. I think it's genius. It is absolute genius. They saw an opportunity and they capitalized and I don't see them as wrong for it. Definitely. I don't either. I feel like they're just teaching kids, the new generation, what to do. Take take hold of an opportunity that you see. And you know what? I'm going to tell you this and I know I'm going to get so much backlash for this shit, but you know Takashi 6ix9ine? Oh, God. Look. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Look, look. I'm going to tell you, that dude is a marketing genius, bro. Listen, listen. Yeah. I will agree with you. I will agree with you. Takashi 6ix9ine is a mark. He's a, he, he, should, he should put out a master class on, on, on how to gain uh, a social media attention because he's good at it. at it. That dude capitalized on everything, bro. He came out as soon as he came out. People knew. People knew he was going to drop some shit and people were just going to watch it. Bro, look, all the all the biggest rappers that talk shit about him, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, everybody that talks shit, oh, he ain't he ain't welcome, blah, 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 in the rap game and the new mm-hmm. game, all that shit. 
right? But people tuned in just to see because they were curious. I bet y'all watched the Instagram nope. post. Nope. No, I don't think so. But I know oh. what you mean. Like it's still a guy that pulls me, your curiosity. Let me ask you a quick question. Are you are you are you a six nine fan? No, I'm not. I don't really listen to his music. I'm not. You know what? You know, for me, that dude is intriguing. I watch his stuff because I just want to see what he comes up with. The <laughs> fact that the fact that this dude superimposed a computerized rat on his face in one of his songs, as soon as he came out, bro, that shit was G. I'm like, yo, this dude, he just made a million dollars right there. <laughs> just by doing that. Let's and taking what people already were calling him. Exactly. Exactly. At the end of the day, I knew Six Nine wasn't for me. He didn't create his music for people. For for me, I am I am I'm an older generation. You know what I'm saying? It was never for me, and I get no. that. I claim it. I get that, and I'm not I'm not gonna sit down and screw you, Esther. I'm not gonna sit down <laughs> and 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 hate on the, hating him for that. My biggest issue, and I'll tell anyone, I'm not mad at Six Nine for doing what. Listen, he, if you want to snitch, by all means, bro, do you? I'm, you know that's not that's you gotta have, you gotta live with that. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 your that's your burden to bear. That, that don't got nothing to do with me. It comes back though. My, my my thing is the persona he portrays is yo, I'm a thug, I'm a gangster, I'm this, I'm that. And then when it came down to the wire, he was willing to throw people under the bus to save his own ass. Well, yeah. I feel he felt a certain level of power in unison because he was in the gang, the gang life weight for that period. So he really felt like he was part of that until the action had to come. But, and here's, my thing. but here's my thing. Had this dude said, bro, I snitched because they were selling the guns that I didn't have shit to do with me. Maybe I, I wouldn't agree with it, but I could be like, okay, I, I guess I, guess I kind of get that. The dude was like, well, they slept with my baby mama and they did this to me. Okay. I got that. But you're a thug as you claim to be. You're a thug. You're a gangster, bro. If you're a gangster, then handle that shit like a gangster. Right. Grew up in the hood, when gangster shit happened to me, it was either, bro, either I handled it or I backed down. That was the two, the two options we had. Right. And you can't be doing all this gangster shit. But a lot of people say a lot of things and it's not truthful. So, like, he could say I'm a thug all day. There's a lot of people who say that they're thugs, but it came point when it was time for the action. He wasn't able to do that. So, like, he never said... Like he never acted like a thug to be like, oh, I'm really a thug. He just rapped about it. No, 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 no. He did. He did. He was running up on rappers, but in because he had someone to back him. In fairness, he was running up on the right rappers. He didn't run up on the game, even though him and Game had beef because we knew how that was going to end. How did we get here? Weren't we talking about that? (laughs) He ain't stupid. He picked and chose his battles, and it worked out for him. (laughs) (laughs) Now it is not working out for him. Now he's he's struggling in life. This is scary that we started talking about the IRS and Trump and we ended up <laughs> six <laughs> Because yeah. I, I was just trying to make a point, man, that they... No, that's they how ca- I forgot. <laughs> yeah, because they capitalized. They capitalized. Look, that damn fly everybody was talking about. I Look, I'm going to tell you. Look, I'm going to tell you how, fu- how fucked that is. Check this out. <laughs> Like, yeah, if, if he come back, if he come back with a fly swatter, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> hey, this shit got ten thousand volts. Let a fly oh. fuck with me. I, I, I need one of those. I, I said, look, you you press you press a button, you send that like, fly to infinity. Hey, right? hey, you know what I'm seeing there, bro? To be honest with you, I am seeing a, I'm seeing a downrange play toy because you know downrange when we was bored, we'd be like, hey, hey, let's see. 
Let's see if we could. Hey, can't pay attention. Let's hit him on the elbow with it. The hell yeah. Hell yeah, don't, bro. Don't judge us, sister. Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Don't, Esther, don't judge us. You're here to protect nah, your you country. Don't you don't no, that's to be what I said. Smart. Thank you guys for your service. I said that. That I did say. I want to take this shit out in public and just start smacking people. Bang! Bang. That, that military man right there. That's what we, do. We, do, we do ignorant shit like that to each other. Nah, <laughs> take yeah. that on the New York City train. I need one of those. Seriously. You about people to do not know how to keep their own motherfucking you space. About to have, you about to have all the fights. Not just one or two. I have them. all the fucking charges too, but they need to <laughs> my space. Dude. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of portraying something that you're not, um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the Asian community have been kind of, uh, I don't want to say in an uproar, but they've been voicing their opinion on certain things. Um, the cast of Crazy Rich Asians have been, have been kind of putting their voice out there with the whitewashing of America. They feel like they're... Hollywood as well. Yeah, they're, they're, they feel like they're sick of, of, of the American movie scene putting out movies. And instead of putting, instead of giving the roles to actors that portray the specific part, excuse me, they're giving them to white actors, i.e. Um, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, for those who don't know, Ghost in the Shell was an, I think it was a manga, then it became an anime. It was an, an anime. anime. Yeah, then it became an anime about, uh. a, um, about a, a police officer that died and they recreated her kind of as like an android or a cyborg or something like that. Yeah. But she was Japanese. Yeah. Um, the same thing with Death Note on Netflix. That note, the the kid was Japanese, and they're they're making all these movies and all these shows, but they're remaking it with white actors, you know. And and people are people are getting mad. Even um, the old movie uh, Short Circuit. I remember that 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 one with Johnny yeah. Five. Yeah, well, yeah. it turns out the Indian actor was not Indian. He was he was a white guy in brown face. That's the. Mm. You mean he was like. Painted? A white guy. Yes, he was. He was a white guy painted brown. You mean like Trump? He's painted orange. But yeah, keep up. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm sorry, but on the lawn, he was extra orange with a tinge of brown, so he could look a little bit healthier after he got out the hospital. Somebody I'm done with you. I'm done. They do the fucking that airbrush. Yeah, that <laughs> airbrush it. But no, funny. No, I know exactly what you're speaking about. Um, in terms of Hollywood. Um, I, it is whitewashed. I feel like that. I feel like Disney does that shit a lot. Yeah, all like the time. In fact, the reason the Aladdin by- movie that came out, they Ooh. made a huge deal about that because originally they weren't going to have Middle Eastern actors, and people were like, "No, we're not going to like stop doing that." So they they had to hire Middle Eastern actors and act- actresses to play the cast. Even the Nina Simone movie. That was played by Zoe Zaldana. And she came out and she apologized. She was like, there were plenty of African-American. She's Dominican. Exactly. But I mean, that's still a level of African. I get that. I mean, yeah, my my girl's Dominican. And she, I mean, she dog as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Dog as hell. No, that ass. But like Nina Simone was definitely clearly a black woman and darker, but there are actresses that could play that role. And then they went for, you know, the lighter your skin in Hollywood, the better. I guess they could do more with it, but people need to feel represented. I mean, the, the, the one of the thing. biggest things I think the problem is too, is that we got so many high paid actors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, we got, I mean, what, let's see, uh, the mask, 
for example, right? The mask, when that came out with Jim Carrey, it was 1994, I believe, right? Yeah. And, and not a fester. you know how much he got paid for painting that green face on? A lot. $40 million for that. Damn. But but check this out. $40 million in 1994 to do that's one movie? I mean, that's insane, man. Right. People do need representation, and, and, you know, we're getting sick of it. I mean... Look at it this way: we we finally got representation on the on the Marvel superhero front. We got um, Black Panther, and people were complaining, "Oh, why you gotta have a movie with all black people? And what's up with the black cast?" When, if you keep in mind, there were there were people of the Caucasian persuasion in that movie. Why are you gotta say it like that? That was extra. Hey, hey, listen, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> I mean. But yeah, no, and, and the thing is, they're all the, the 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 Asian community. They're also saying that um, the director Ron Howard, who has directed the was it the Star Wars movies? Nah, he did. Uh, what was it? He he did Titanic, I think. He he's he's done a ton of stuff. I think he has done a couple of Star Wars movies. Honestly, Ron, that was George Lucas, man. No, George Lucas was like the writer and creator, wasn't he? Yeah, George Lucas and uh, Steven Spielberg. You're right. You're right. Well, Ron Howard has made a lot of really good Maybe. stuff. Like we we'll know from a lot of I can't think of any off the top of my head, but he he's done a lot. But um, yeah. he's supposed to be making the biopic of a Japanese, or excuse me, let me. I'm not sure if he's Japanese, but an Asian um, pianist named Lang Lang. And and they're concerned. They're saying, how could you make a movie about a Japanese? you know, artists when you don't understand the intricacies of Japanese culture. You don't know what it's like, so you can't necessarily represent this person in the light that we feel would be the most honorable. And he's not wrong. I know, man. I think that's bullshit. Everybody, I mean, there's so much Google. You can Google anything. I mean, you could do research. Bro, like, I'm not Korean, right? But I've been in Korea I lived there for a year, so I know how Korea works. I know I know how the culture is. I mean, at least I know enough that I could write a, a paper on it. Well, you know I mean? well, here's the thing. I kind of feel like their 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 complaint is not so much that the complaint is you have, like you said, you have all of these uh these million dollar A list actors yeah. that are making forty million dollars per movie, right? Yeah. And they're getting paid forty million dollars to play like like you'll have you'll have like I don't know, Tom Hardy play Muhammad Ali. That's and it's kind of, and it's kind of like, why would you do that? You, there are plenty of black actors that could make that you can give this money to that will portray that, that character that at the, at the very, you don't have to, 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 to blackface them. You don't have to make, that's who they are. Why would you not do that? Instead of spending all this extra money to pay a white character to act Asian at this point, what you're doing is you're not you're not opening the door for anyone of any other races. The only people that profit are the white community. And I think that's their biggest argument. Like, bro, let us in. You want us, you wanna you wanna you wanna put out a movie portraying us. Well, let us portray us. You know what's crazy, bro? Like I some of my favorite movies are old kung fu movies. Of just be what? Like, yeah, like, like Fist of Shaolin, like uh, 36 Chambers. Like the movies where they're talking and it's like, yes, shit that's dubbed. Dishonored, my master. 
<laughs> yes. Where like the blood, the blood splatters and it's pink and just super fake. Hold on real quick, real quick, quick interjection. You know what? It's crazy. You say that. I feel like that's something that our, that our generation has gotten into, bro, because I love those old time Kung Fu movies. Yes, bro. Me, like me and my girl watch that shit. And I tell her, I'm like, yo, you got to watch this. Like the 36 chambers of Shaolin. You got to watch it. This bro. shit is awesome. And, you know, it, it's, I'm like, it's so, it's so, like, the movie is terrible, right? All the graphics <laughs> are terrible. But they have to make it, they have to make it believable. It's like the 1970s, there's no CGI. They got to really do all these flips and kicks and shit, you know what I mean? They use trick cinematography. And all, these are all, like, no-name actors. Nobody knows who these people are. Because it's more authentic. That's why you actually enjoy it, but that's the thing. Within yes. um, Hollywood, they want to keep it like those few elite. And they don't mind putting money in that direction, but when it comes to paying the Black actors that you're talking about, Dex, then the Black actors are going to have to fight to get paid equally to those same A-list actors and actresses. So at this point, people are fighting just so that they could represent themselves. Yeah. efficiently without that's having black face without having to airbrush nothing you feel me that's straight <laughs> bullshit like when i was growing up i grew up in miami to me like race that shit wasn't even a thing i didn't even like all the stuff i saw like on tv mm-hmm. i was like that's not even a thing look at me man look i look fucking hispanic i got cornrows in you know what i mean but that wasn't even a thing to me when I was growing up. I didn't even know that shit really existed. I thought it was just like things they make on TV until I experienced racism when I first got in the army. Somebody called me a wetback and I was like, what the fuck is a wetback? <laughs> I was like laughing. I'm like, what the hell is that? And they're like, oh, you know, you pick tomatoes. I'm like, dog, I've never seen a farm in my life. Like I live in Miami, you know what I mean? In the city. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that is crazy to me. That shit didn't make no sense. I think, honestly, that our country is the only country that deals with this bullshit. There's nowhere else in the world where people deal with racism. Like no, this. no, that's no. Not, there's other countries. There, like, no, trust me, there's other countries. Yeah, the it's, just, it's just that with us, it's a, it's a lot more noticeable now. I mean, for example, look at, um, look at the show Friends. Mm-hmm. Friends has been in syndication. They're showing it everywhere. They're bringing that to movie theaters. It's, on, it's everywhere. And um, I want to say like that a year ago. Terrible. Huh? That show was fucking terrible. I see. I, I concur I, with that. Everybody else says the I agree with you, Will. Thank you. That shit is terrible. Now, The Office, that shit is hilarious. But Friends <laughs> is terrible. I can't get into The Office, bro. I don't know why. But anyway, look, uh, regardless, the, the people, like a year ago, somebody had asked like, hey, how come we don't do it? How come y'all never did a black version of Friends? And the answer was, we did. It was called Living Singles. Thank you, because I love that show. Sorry. And the Sorry. thing was, Living Singles, I don't know if you ever seen it. It was with, uh, mm-hmm. I want to say five or six friends that lived in New York. Yeah, in Brooklyn, in, in Brownstone. Yeah, um, it was Kyle, Regina, Regine, um, Khadijah, uh, Obi, and... Uh, hang on, hang on. That was... Like, Obi's girlfriend. Uh, oh, I'm um, Sinclair. Sinclair. No, was it Sinclair? Sinclair. 
It was, okay, but the point is that <laughs> was that, <laughs> that was pretty much a black version of Friends. And the thing is, when that came out, mind you, that came out back in a time where drugs in the streets of the hood were a thing. Like it was rough. But these were black folks that weren't drug dealers. They weren't. They weren't running. They weren't thugs. Uh, 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 Outstanding citizens. They were business owners. Maxine. Maxine was a lawyer. Khadijah owned a, 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 a oh. magazine that she had to work her way from the bottom to get. And it didn't, it, even though they were under the same production company, they didn't get advertised and, and, and shown as much as, as friends did, right. you know, friends got prime, prime time. Like they, they, they also still wouldn't put out the DVD on it. Like the whole entire series. You could only get the first um, season for Living but, Single. But peep this, right? If you, if you like, have y'all watched Saturday Night Live? Yeah, I have. Okay. What about In Living Color? Yeah. I, in Living Color. I honestly, I'd rather watch In Living Color. I got fucking the DVDs of In Living Color. Because I think In Living Color kills fucking Saturday Night Live. It does. That, that shit can't even compare. Yeah, the problem is in Living Color couldn't keep up. I mean, it, it couldn't keep up with a lot of with the stuff now. Mind you, when Living Color came out, a lot of the black actors and actresses and the, and the Hispanic actors and actors weren't as big as they are now. The yeah. industry is what happens to In Living Color. And I'm sorry. That's, that's the same thing with Saturday Night Live. Also, what about Chappelle's show? Chappelle's show? See what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. It's an industry thing. Chappelle's show could oh. never come out nowadays. Well... Never. It actually probably belongs out because there's so much racial tension out there, man. Right. And he's making fun of it. (laughs) Yes. That's what I loved about it. It was fucking hilarious. Like, you know, other people all the time and and, and we'll understand this. People like, hey, you don't get offended. I'm like, it's hard for me to get offended. Why? Because in the military, the military is a gigantic racial joke. Because you would walk up to someone and you'd be like, hey, wet back. Hey, black. And it'd be like. All right, cool. Because yeah. at some point we like, like I said, when you go down range with somebody and you're like, "Listen, my life is in your hands," you get a whole new level of closeness. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. It's to the point yeah. to where I could have met Will yesterday. We went down range. I'm like, "Bro, I would leave my kids with you if something happened." Like you, you trust them just that much more. You know, when they say things to you, it's just we give each other shit, and that's usually what it is. Now, it's mind right. you, there are some races that, like, when they say things, you got to be like. I don't know if I could buy that from you. I had a few people like that. And then when we went down range, that shit changed their mind. When they fucking, when we came home, they tried my coquito and they're like, oh shit, you, you got something going on. I don't know what it is. That's not fair. Now I, I want to taste your coquito. Like seriously. Oh, <laughs> no, bro, like, Yo, no. we'll we'll be throwing now. He a, he a chef, man, bro. But anyway, look, listen. Believe it or not, <laughs> I didn't hear my first my first um Jim Crow song until I was in my last deployment. Yeah, my last one, the one after Hawaii, the one when I was in Texas, and one of my was like, "Hey, let me let me play this song for you." Like, I'm not racist, and I was kind of like, "Well, if you got to tell me you're not racist, disclaimer, yeah. you're, you're probably racist." He's like, but no, no, I'm not, it's just a funny song. And um, the song was Keep Niggers Out of NASCAR. And I was like, so, so you just come up to play that That's with me. correct and inappropriate. Yeah, I just, I'm like, so you just come up to play that with me when I have a loaded weapon. 
right here in my lap. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but you were in the military, and I think they were thinking, you know, the, the hierarchy and the levels of, of respect. I outranked him by like yeah. three ranks. Oh, but I was the, like you, you. That was, was st- crazy. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I don't know if y'all like. I watch Formula One, right? Yeah. And right now, the person who now I I haven't heard. I know a couple of people that watch Formula One, and right now the person who has like the most records in Formula One, which is Michael Schumacher, he's been the face of Formula One since what two thousand six. I want to say since like 2006, right? And the guy that's he right now, he just got 91 consecutive uh, Grand Prix, right? So he matched his previous record. He's a black dude from Britain. He's he's got braids and everything. I never heard anybody talk shit about him in that light. But the crazy part about it is that's not an American sport. So to me, I feel like us as Americans as a whole we blow the whole race thing out of proportion. I think it's ridiculous. Listen, this shit makes no sense. Listen, unpopular opinion to me personally, I feel this whole cancel culture thing is going too far. Everyone is sensitive about everything. And I get it. We do need to pay attention to certain things. And I see Esther looking at me like she, she doesn't agree with me. But I, I, I do personally feel like people can be very sensitive at times. And I, you know, it's, it's kind of how I feel. Is there a lack of sensitivity out there, though? I am old school. I'm an asshole. I will say that in a heartbeat. I came up in the military to where you you get tough or you get left behind. That's it. There is no, there's nothing else. You know, I don't bend. I don't fold outside. When you you do that inside, but still in society, in the world, do you feel like there's this lack of sensitivity? I feel it's like, gonna, hold on. I feel like there's a lack of sensitivity for the for the wrong issues. I feel like people are paying attention to the wrong thing. In my in my opinion, yeah. like, like example, example. People will sit down and say, "Well, you're dating a white woman, so you must not love your own kind." I'm sorry, I just like who I like. It is it, that that I don't like this. I like who I like, but yet, but yet, look at look at um. I sent you a, 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 a thing today. Hang on. Let me see if I can pull it up so I don't, I don't quote you wrong. But then you have the guy who thought it was okay to, to say black lives don't matter and oh. knock out a, teeth, a, a, a teen's teeth with a bicycle lock. But yet no one is talking about that. And, and that's, my, that's my problem. People are focusing on the wrong thing. They're complaining about the dumb shit, but then the important issues are blind to them. It's, it's, it's like they don't understand that, you know, there is a portion of the world that are getting treated differently just because of our race. And I can't even say it's specifically a black thing because I know that, excuse me, that Hispanic people do it, deal with it too. Definitely. For sure. For yeah, sure, and that—that's like, how I feel about the whole sensitivity in the world nowadays. I feel like people are sensitive only when they feel like it's gonna give them the biggest, um, uh, 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 what is the biggest, I guess, spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Guess, you know, yeah. my my son, you know, my son is half black, right? Yeah, and my girl, look, come here, baby, come here. Look at this, look at this beautiful caramel queen right here. Hey, beautiful caramel queen. <laughs> so, 
But no shit, like when some sometimes like we go places and I'm like, I'd rather just go in. You know what I'm saying? Cause I got straight hair. I look more white than she does. I know we're gonna be treated right, and that's fucked up. It shouldn't be like that. And in Miami, like it that shit doesn't matter. In Miami, it's kind of reverse. If you don't speak Spanish, they'll be like, We don't we don't talk to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you don't know, if you don't know Spanish, what are you doing here? You know what I mean? So I don't know. That is crazy to me. That shit doesn't make no sense. I hate it. I hate that my kids got to grow up in that. You know what I'm saying? In 50 years, it'll be better because everybody's going to be gray anyway. It doesn't matter. But it's just like we're... And once again, once things are not on people's doorstep, they're not sensitive to it. Like, if you... Like, for example, it's like someone will go out there and be like, oh, do you want some something that's grape, some grape flavor stuff to a black person and like to black people? Or do you want watermelon? Just because you expect <laughs> like that, that's a very, um, what you call it? What? Stereotypical. Stereotypical, yeah, yeah. a very stereotypical thing to say. Like that's a level of insensitivity. And then people don't like what is not like them. That's just a normal human thing, like things that they don't understand. I'm not justifying it for people. I'm, I'm no, saying no. that for people to see it about themselves. Like you're always like, oh, no, 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 because you don't understand something instead of being more open minded and, and trying to learn something about a different race or a different culture or nationality. You know, what I'm, no. and that's just in general, because no. the situation you were talking about with the young boys on the beach. And it was a um, a Caucasian male, 43-something-year-old. He just hit the boy in his jaw. And he said to the boys, niggas do not belong on this beach. Like, you, uh, you see what I'm saying? And they, that yeah. could be anybody's son. That's what I'm saying. And it's just like, you can't even walk down the street. And and look at the the ocean that the Lord or whomever you believe in gave you. You, you made a comment that you said it could be anyone's son. It actually, it actually couldn't have been anyone's son. Because had it been my son, it would have been <laughs> one person in prison and one person in a, in, a, in a casket. But that's what I'm saying. It's like when you have children, you cannot protect them at every corner. And that's one thing that we I don't have any children. Yes. But it's like that's I know my mom feels that way. Listen, She's like, you know, I want to make sure my child is protected. You listen. can't. Protect- huh? You're right. I can't protect my kids at every turn, but I do believe in revenge. So, what is it going to do? He's the your son still got hurt. It's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm making an example. I'm protecting someone you else's sound son. Real car- you look- now everyone go understand, bro. We can't mess with these people's kids because they they killing niggas nowadays. They wow, I'm that, that just happened. You're right. I'm I'm gonna make an example out of that person. Me personally, I'm fine with going to prison for my family. I've said it before. I will do life or death for my family, and I don't. I'm. I'll. I'll never change. I'll never change my opinion on that. We should never have to go to jail because somebody feels some way about themselves, and they're projecting it on someone. Sadly, we shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to do a lot of things, but we do. We shouldn't have to be worried about getting shot when we get pulled over for a speeding ticket. We shouldn't have to worry about getting pulled over just because we're black or brown, you know? We, we shouldn't have to worry about buying a house in a nice neighborhood and then being questioned. But then, but you know, because mind you, myself and Will, we both have GI Bill. GI, um, I'm sorry, GI loans. We can go buy a house in the most affluent of white communities right now. But if we do, then it's going to be like, hey, what are you guys doing here? I bought that house. No, you didn't. Um, um you, I didn't. Are you 
Shit, I could have sworn I bought that. Bro, house. you know, you know what's fucked up? Let me tell you something that happened to me in Kmart. This is a true story. I went to Kmart with my son, and there was these two black ladies that came up to me and they were like, Um, isn't that so-and-so's son or whatever? And I'm like, excuse me, who are you? She's like, Yeah, that's so-and-so's son. They told my son, they're like, they're like, come here, come with us. We're gonna take you to your mom. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck? No. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? No, I'm like, no. They're like, this this is my son. They're like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Come in, come in, little boy. Come on. Come with us. And I'm like, my blood boil. I don't Yeah. And I and they did that shit to me because my son is my son is black. He's chocolatey. I saw him. Yeah. Handsome. <laughs> that shit is crazy. The switch subjects. Do you know that CBS is getting sued? CBS? CBS is possibly getting sued. <laughs> what else have they done? So listen, so they were shooting a, um, a scene for an NCIS. And they approached, I guess, these background actors to, to, to stage a jury heist, I guess. And what it is, is I don't know if, you people, if, if people know, but prior to shooting these scenes, you have to not only get permits, but you have to not only inform the, the neighborhood around you, you have to inform the police so they know if they get any phone calls or people toting guns, they don't come out shooting. Somebody dropped the ball. And these, oh, they didn't tell the cops. Yeah, yeah the, the two extras ran into the jewelry store <laughs> to go do the robbery scene, and the neighbor called the cops. The cops approached these guys with guns drawn. Well, they deserve to get sued. That's how I feel. And the guys were like, "Yo, we we're this is dead. Like we're in fear for our lives. Like you didn't do your job. You supposed to let these police officers know." Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, Stevens is trying to cover it up, but no, no. almost got no. people. Well, they, they they need to pay. They need to pay. That's they they man. Absolutely, I've, man. Listen. They need to pay, and they need to give that money back to the taxpayers. But um, imagine this: that could have went that could have went the other direction had had those cops came in, seen those guns, and just started shooting. Hell yeah! Because it's let's be honest: the the history of cops having patience and not shooting people has not been very good. Did they have masks on? They did have masks on. They had rob- they full ski masks. Full robbery gear, ski masks, yeah. automatic they, weapons, everything. Were they, were they white underneath? I believe so, probably. I don't Nobody know. They didn't, didn't get shot. Didn't, they didn't say if they were white underneath, but the fact that they weren't shot and killed leads me to believe that they might have been white underneath. <laughs> exactly. That's why they didn't get shot. That's fucked now, up. Now, that might be a negative stereotype, but I'm just going off the of history here. Yeah. And if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it ain't a dog. Yeah. They were Caucasian. They were. They, were, were they Caucasian? Did they, did they say they were? Yeah. Well, they didn't say they're white, but by the names. By the names. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Michael Smith. Let's be perfectly honest, Will. Had that been us acting in that place, I would have been worried. And I think we just lost E. Oh, we got it. Yeah, we we, we would have got game. sued for okay, making them good. discharge their weapon. Yeah. They were threats. What'd you say? That the cops are trigger happy. 
The pen has a problem. Is they need to go to the fucking shooting range more and waste more taxpayers' money buying ammo. Now, like do I that. Think, now, I think the problem is check this out. If they employed us, me and Dex, that shit wouldn't happen because we oh, have so. rules of engagement. We have Geneva Conventions. That's the shit we need to have here. The problem is there is no, there is no. Oh, it's just like, well, you got a gun. If you think something, blast them. Exactly, gun. exactly. That's like, the problem. We, you, you, we, bro. If we'd have shot that dude in the back seven times, our asses would have been down in eleven. We're breaking big ass rocks into little ass rocks. <laughs> he says, big ass. You know what? Let me tell you a story. Actually, when I was on. I forget which deployment. I went on, on three or four of them. But on one of my deployments, I was in a tower and the they were shooting mortars at my tower. And it was me and an E5 and they were walking the mortars in. Uh, for those that don't know what that means, is they were gauging it. So they would fire one mortar and they would say, okay, that landed 20 feet away. So let's move it over to the left by, you know, X amount of inches. And every, every shot they made, they would course correct to our tower. And when we called it in, you know, the answer that we always got back were, was, um, do you have positive ID? Are you sure they're the one that's shooting? Be sure, because if you shoot them and they weren't the one that was shooting, please be sure. That's yeah. Big ass rocks into little ass rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm dead. Out. Look, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of soldiers that lost their lives because they were scared to shoot because they were scared that something was going to happen to them. But then you also got the soldiers that have that saying, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Damn right. And, and I'm be honest, I'm one of those soldiers. Day. Damn right. Judge me all day, but you're not going to bury me. I feel a lot of testosterone here. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of testosterone, but I feel safe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, in the case of a zombie apocalypse, at least you know who to look for. Yeah, y'all got my back? Okay, that's great. <laughs> uh, real talk, like, I, I went and, uh, I went and uh, renewed my concealed weapons permit today, and I always tell my girl, like, look, if somebody come up to us with intent to harm, I'm not going to shoot them once. I'm not going to shoot them in the leg. I'm going to double tap their chest. And that's it. They done. See, because, I'm just so soft. No, uh, look, <laughs> this, the way I see it is a dead body can't testify. So it's my word against yours. If no, you're dead, if you dead, what the fuck are you going to say? No, I see you, but it's just hearing the action. No, I'm all for it. But it's just hearing it. And like, I'm playing it out of my head. So I see you, but family over everything. Protect your family. That's it. it. That's listen. That's rule one right there. Nothing. I, in, no. fact, I, in fact, I told my I told my daughter the other day. Um, I was like, "Hey, sweetie, just, just so you know, Daddy will burn the world to the ground to protect Sweet. you." Aww. And I meant that. I'm so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, aww. But that's how. But that's how every parent should think, though. That's how mm-hmm. every parent should think. Your kids need to be A1 on your list. You should be willing to murder everyone to keep your kids safe. I don't even care if your kid was wrong. Honestly, in my personal opinion. I'm going to fuck them up afterwards. But moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so last week on our show, we spoke, about, we spoke about food and Esther's obsession with Kangen water. 
like you. It's not an obsession. It's not. It's just alkaline. Anyhow, um, there was a report recently about an Australian woman who ate, I guess, uncooked or undercooked pork and end up uh, having a, a medical issue. The young lady was having headaches and she couldn't figure out why. She would take pills and it would go away for a bit, but it would always come back. She went to the doctor finally after about a week or so to find out she had tapeworms in her brain. Oh, God. And the thing is, this isn't the first time it's happened. Another gentleman was, was found with tapeworms in his chest and his brain. And... That if that doesn't tell people they need to eat better and be careful the shit they're putting in their body, I don't know what does. That shit is disgusting. Was it from the same place? No, it wasn't from the same place. I'll close that bitch down. (laughs) If it it does, (laughs) shut that country down. Like, let's Well, you said it was. No, I don't think. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay, because it's like shut that country down, bro. We're not. Yeah. So automatically, that's not cooked. An animal could have like parasites. They could, yeah. But you know, back in, I want to say up until probably the fifties, they used to sell tapeworms at the doctor's office. That's gross. They used to give you tapeworms. You would ingest them, and it would help you lose weight. And then they would. Yo, you're right. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, and they and then they would take them out. Tapeworms come out one of two ways. Yeah. I'm not going to tell people which ways, but it was an orifice. It was an orifice. Oh, region. Let's just say. Yeah. Somebody would be there with a, with a tweezer and a pair and a a flashlight. Yeah. That was a thing back in the day. People used to do that. You would lose. They would advertise it. You would lose like 15 pounds in a week because you, Basically, you would eat, your stomach would start absorbing the food, and then the tapeworm, as it went down your digestive tract, would eat the rest of the food so it wouldn't digest properly. Here's the thing, though. Uh, Back in the day, people would die because the tapeworm wouldn't stop eating, and they wouldn't be able to get it out. Right, right. They would grow too big, and they would either kill them, or they couldn't get it out. Bro, So this is why we should all eat clean, not necessarily vegan, even though I'm pro-vegan, lots of alkaline water, you know, Less cheese, less pork. <laughs> nah. Hey, I only I'm see- a man. I, I, like I love some chuletas. I know. Some good ass chuletas. We're here, Will. I got you. <laughs> meat but, and cheese, that's 90% of my fucking diet. Well, uh, oh, live long. Come on, you got a son. Live long. So if Tonkin water. You know what? <laughs> quick, quick jump up. Since we're talking about living, what would you guys do to live? Would you, be able to cause, would you be able to risk bodily injury to keep yourself alive? Oh, you talking about like losing some fingers? I, you know what? It's better for me to show you than to tell you. Oh, there's a video here. I'm going to show everyone. And for those that's just listening oh. <laughs> in the video, an inmate is about to get, I, I would imagine he's about to get stabbed to death. Thanks. Yeah. And to save himself, he jumps three stories to save his life. Hey, I'm going I'm to play this. Oh, they about to shank his ass. Yo. Oh. oh. Yeah, that boy gone. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love how like chill you said that. He's like, man, that boy gone. <laughs> but would you do it though? I certainly would. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I think he'd rather go to the um, med. I'm gonna be real with you. All right, so zombie apocalypse, right? Here we go. Zombie bite my arm. I'm tying that shit off. I'm chopping it with a fucking hatchet. You know what? Funny, funny thing is, me and my wife spoke about the zombie apocalypse, and I asked her if I got bit, what she what would she do? She's like, I oh, know, I wouldn't be able to kill you. So I told her, I said, what you should do is use me as a pack mule. Have me carry your shit as far as I can, and when I'm no longer useful, take me out. That's right. Cut off both. You got to be practical about these things. <laughs> so, Are you talking about like drugs? Um, what? <laughs> what? Listen. Yo, where your mind at? Where you in? A mule. In, like in that situation. A mule. But listen, in that situation. I'm not tripping. There is something called a drug mule. Listen. Yes. In that situation there, I would have taken the stabbing though. Okay. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. You, I know you're judging me. Let me clarify. I am claustrophobic as hell. Okay, so if am he I. survived that, after he got out of the infirmary, he was going to SEG. I cannot be locked in, in, in one of those rooms for 24 hours. I will lose my mind. So after you get stabbed, you get put in SEG? No. 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 Well, maybe. But the thing is, the fact that he jumped to save himself, they'd have to put him in protective custody, which means... Custody. Well, which, e- which means either, which is, okay, moving him to another unit, or putting him in in in, in solitaire. Now yeah, he, okay. but I know. I on the reason he's in prison, he might not be able to move. Gotcha. And especially with the COVID going on, they might not want to move people. Understood. You so he might be facing like, listen, honestly, listen, just go ahead and stab me, bro. Either I'm a survivor or I'm not gonna survive. But I'm not I'm not going to solitary confinement for the next eight months. I'm gonna gotcha. tell you like this. You know, you know when uh World Trade Center happened? Yeah. yeah. Them people took their own lives because they didn't want to go out like that, right? They jumped out the windows. It was like, if I'm, if anybody going to kill me, it's going to be me. So, <laughs> right? That and on 11, yep. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you like this. If that dude's coming to stab me, I'm not going to let no man take my life without putting up a fight. I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going to, I don't care if I got to bite some nuts. I'm biting some nuts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a fuck. But, Listen. I'm, I'm not. Petty. I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt myself. You gonna have to get me. I'm okay. like I said. If you're out of the stabbing, it is what it is. If they was coming down that corridor, that means one at a time. Y'all ain't gonna surround me. I'm gonna start fucking trucking through all of y'all. If I, I no, don't need this. That's it. I'm gonna take four stabs, but I'm gonna give you three of them. So we good. That's it. I don't care. I'm gonna try to grab that the shit. One, the one thing I've learned about a fight is if you're about to get jumped. You get one person and you beat the dog shit out of them. Right. Make an example out of them. Beat them into submission. <laughs> so yeah, everyone right. knows, yeah, yeah. It's a cool uh, to get me, but it's a to get this dude. Are we teaching people stuff here? So this is like, we're telling them, if you're going to get jumped, make sure you take one out. Is that, that's what. Make sure you knock the first motherfucker <laughs> out. <laughs> You knock the first one out, just knock his ass out cold. The rest of them will look at him like, oh, shit, maybe we shouldn't do this. We don't condone violence, but, or, 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 and I've seen this before. I've seen this dude get completely butt naked. Like, niggas ain't, niggas ain't gonna want to fight a dude with his dick hanging. I'm just saying. No. 
I wouldn't. I've done that before. I've gotten butter. I say, you want to fight me? Let's go. Let's fight. I pull my drawers straight the fuck off. Let's if I'm going go. to fight a dude and he pulls his pants down and be like, uh, uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Wait, there's Suppose, something okay, that I don't let's know. Chances. Suppose, God forbid, they did something to your kid. You're not fucking that nigga up regardless. Oh, no. Everyone's dying. Everyone's everyone's dying. Like, my kids. For, is, okay, with clothes are on or off. My Thank kids you. were out like, line. Everyone's dying. Everyone's dying. You, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. What the fuck am I going to fight you? First of all, I don't fight no more. I did that shit. If, if we're we going to fight, we're going to put gloves on. We're going to get in the ring. I'm going to wear fighting attire if you want to fight me. But in the street, I'm not fighting you. You crazy? I got a nice fucking necklace. I got nice shoes. I'm not fighting you. I'm not going to be on the ground scuffling with you. I'm going to shoot you twice and call the cops. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with well, you. I got well, with that being said, we're gonna call this a day. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Will, for joining us. We're gonna have your thank information you. down have below. A- it's a pleasure. And uh, come join us again next week on Complicated Discord, folks. We appreciate you. Alrighty. Have a thank good you. Week. Hey, be blessed. Peace. Y'all. Thank you.